Hello, and thank you for joining me for this week's episode of A Life of Amuna. So when I started this podcast, I knew I had a lot of stories I wanted to share with you. But what I didn't realize is just how difficult it was going to be to decide which stories to tell first. As I mentioned in my intro, I'm a convert to Judaism, and so a lot of my stories center around that experience. So I was reminiscing, going through all the different stories in my mind, and I started to laugh a little bit because I remember that every time I met someone and told them that I was going through the conversion process, the number one question people would always ask was, why? Why are you choosing to convert? Although there are a lot of different reasons for my decision, and I'm going to share many of those with you over the coming episodes, I could really just boil it down to two things. One, I honestly believe that Judaism is pure emes. It's truth. And two, there was this steadfast belief from deep in my core that let me know that this is where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. And I really believed in that wholeheartedly. So there were some people that understood and accepted my answer, and there were others who like to question a little further, and they'd say, well, how do you know it's the truth? Or how can you just uproot and change everything about your entire life because of a feeling? And honestly, it was really hard for me to articulate it because I just had faith that this was the right thing for me. So as I was going over those reactions that I'd have with people and the different stories, I started wondering to myself, where does faith come from? Is Amuna something we're born with? Is it some sort of inherent, innate thing? Or is it more like a muscle that needs to be developed and strengthened over time? Initially, I kind of thought it was just something that certain people might be more inclined towards because I couldn't remember a time when I didn't have faith in God. And when you think of it, we are created in Hashem's image, which means there's a piece of holiness inside each and every one of us. There's something so special about the Jewish neshama and its desire for spirituality and connection. And take a look at our forefathers, like Avraham, for example. It's pretty remarkable that at such a young age, he would recognize that idolatry was wrong, and he had such a firm belief that there was just one God. I mean, the faith he must have had is just mind-blowing to me. And the most beautiful part of all of this is that we as Jews literally have the faith of our forefathers written into our very DNA. So in a way, yeah, I do think we're born with faith, or at least the potential to have it develop inside us which kind of made me think that maybe Amuna is kind of like a pilot light. It's like a small flame that's always there with the ability for lots of potential. But obviously you can't cook your dinner with just the pilot light. You know, for that, you have to take action. You have to physically turn on the stove and manipulate the dials and change the temperature to adapt to every situation. So then I started thinking, what are the quote unquote knobs and dials in our lives that let us access this potential for faith? And that's when I think, you know, our experiences come into play. That's what allows our faith to grow over time, which reminded me of something really profound that happened to me as a kid. When I was a really young girl, my great-grandmother came to live with us so we could take care of her, and she was with us for several years. But at some point during that time, she had a severe injury to her foot and developed a very serious infection. And due to her old age and other health factors and concerns, the doctors were incredibly worried. And they said that if things didn't start to turn around, she could quite possibly lose her foot or maybe her entire leg or God forbid, she could even lose her life. So after receiving that kind of news, my mother gathered our family together and asked each of us to really pray for our grandmother. And I couldn't have been more than like six or seven at the age uh, at that time, but I took my job really seriously. 
I remember going to bed that night and I prayed like I'd never prayed before. I poured out my heart to Hashem, begging him to make her better and to take away her pain and not to let anything bad happen to her. And I had absolute faith that God would fix all of her problems. So I'll never forget what happened the next morning. I mean, it is so vivid in my mind. When I started hearing noises upstairs in the kitchen, I remember I popped out of bed. I flew up the stairs, bolted down the hall, and literally dove across the kitchen floor. Like I was sliding on my knees all the way under the table until I reached my grandmother's feet. She had this blanket that was laying over her lap. So I flipped up the blanket to reveal what I was sure was going to be this perfectly healed foot. And to my surprise, ugh, it looked exactly the same as it did the day before. It was swollen, bandaged, bruised, and I was devastated. Fortunately, I was blessed to have a mother that saw this as a good learning opportunity. So after breakfast, she pulled me aside to talk about what happened. And immediately I blurted out, what happened? Why didn't my prayers work? Like, I just couldn't figure this out. But in the best way my mother possibly could, she explained that everything happens in Hashem's way and in his time. And that our job is to have faith that God loves us and knows what's best for us. She told me that sometimes when we pray for something, there are times when our prayers could possibly be answered in a quite immediate or even miraculous sort of way. But more often than not, our prayers will be answered in kind of more of a subtle or slow way, perhaps even in a way where we wouldn't even recognize what's taking place. And that only after months or years would we look back on our lives and see Hisham's hand in the course of our events. So she also let me know that in some instances, the answer to our prayer is no. And we might not get what we ask God for. And obviously, as a really small child, that was something that was very hard to wrap my head around. I didn't have the life experience to understand it, but I definitely understand it now. But she continued on by saying that even in those instances, even when the answer is no, our prayers are never wasted. And that Hashem sees our faith and blesses us tremendously for it. And she finished up our conversation by saying, you know that feeling you had last night when you prayed and were 100% sure that grandma's foot would be healed? That's the essence of faith. And you've got to chase that feeling. She told me that if there was anything I needed help or guidance with in life, that if I prayed with that kind of intensity, God would direct my path. And you know what? He has. I mean, my journey to Judaism took much longer than I ever expected. And there were so many twists and turns along the way. But it was Amuna that got me through and got me to the point that I'm at today. And I'm really, really looking forward to sharing more stories with you. So until next time, may each of you be blessed with the ability to tap into that godly flame inside of you. May you be blessed with opportunities to strengthen your Amuna and begin seeing Hashem's loving hand in every aspect of your life. Oh, hey, before you go, did you know that you can leave comments and questions for me directly in the Spotify app? All you have to do is click into any episode, go to the episode description, and scroll down until you see the link to leave me a voice message. As I mentioned, this is our collective journey of Muna, so I'd really love to hear from you. And of course, if you don't want to miss any episodes, be sure to follow. Thanks!